recording. Welcome back to Intoxicated Reactions. Beer's almost gone. Whiskey's gone. I'm in the. I mean, it's only like four in the afternoon. I see. Two p.m. Pacific Standard Time, depending on where you at. So we could be considered alcoholics. I don't know. Uh, one, check out our main channel at the bottom of the screen. Intoxicated Opinions. We appreciate everyone that follows uh, with us on our journey of. Alcoholism. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, today we are reacting to. Hear me out. I know this. This is like a. <sighs> According to TikTok, it says conservative versus liberal gays. I think this is more so. Uh, Republican versus Democratic. Uh, gays. I think it's trans versus gays. But I think they made it conservative versus liberal. So we'll see. Uh, from when I saw the video, it was more so. Uh, you already saw the video. This ain't reaction. This should be called intoxicated review. No, I, quit. I, I, get I, a stick. I, I ain't, stop. I ain't saw the. I ain't saw the videos. Okay. I just saw the the topic and it from the original topic of Jubilee. I think it was trans and gays. From my understanding, Jubilee cut down. The hour-long conservative versus liberal gays kind of debate format. And this is one topic they talked about. Are drag shows inappropriate for minors? And so we're going to listen to the discussion, um, both from a conservative and liberal gay standpoint. We're going to figure out, you know, maybe there's some uh, good things yeah, for consideration. It is is liberal gays versus conservative gays. So. Let's do this. Let's see. You ready? Yeah. I think it's important to not put a blanket statement over everything. I was just going to say um, that. Because I know already when they set forward that we're going to get the missed fire example, and then it's going to be like, oh, well, why is that okay for kids and drag is not? I love a good drag show. I frequent them all the time. Most of them are not appropriate for children. Most of them. Not all, but most of them. There are instances that are circulating on social media. Do you feel like gays have a particular look? Like gay men? Have a particular look to them. That's a good question. Can I generalize gay men? Like, could I just, if you stood a line of men, 10 men and five were gay, I could pinpoint which ones were gay? If they was in a natural habitat. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, if they was just natural, if they wasn't trying to portray anything else. They okay. Just being I don't know. I think that's that could be behavioral habits and or speech habits and or grooming habits that they developed over time that are more feminine than So basically straight. you say you can. It's possible. Okay. I mean Yeah, that represent a small minority of drag shows where kids are present and then it's over sexualized, people pleasuring themselves, wearing outfits that are representative of genitalia. Wild. For that reason that I could wild. tell he is gay just because of the flamboyancy and the way he moves his hands, the way he speaks, the tone, the pauses in between sentences. Maybe that's just something you... I could tell that he's not part of the the trans community. Just by the way he talks, like... He wants to clearly define the lines. While as if you're part of the trans community, the lines are blurred. There's no real lines. Everything is everything. I would say that drag typically is not appropriate for children. Do I think it needs to be legislated? No, because I don't trust the government to legislate it responsibly, but I do trust parents to use their better judgment and know that when something is typically sexual, it most likely will be, so just don't take your kids there. Yeah. I, I disagree with when there were, there were folks trying to ban drag. You can't do that. We have the First Amendment for free expression. I think drag should be able to be celebrated and just kind of dress however you want. I think it is good. I think it's great. But then sometimes there are instances where it's not. And like, What he said doesn't make a lot of sense to me. We have the freedom of expression, but it doesn't mean that we can walk around nude. There are boundaries. There, there are limits there to are your expression. There are boundaries to your expression. Freedom. And this is one of them when it comes to kids. Uh, first of all, they should be being taught school subjects. Now, if your parents want to take you. That's on them. That's on them. I feel like that's very much toxic. I think that's very much uh, might be traumatizing for a child. I don't think it's any benefits out of it. I think you're 
I think you're introducing the kid to something that you want to introduce them to. Well, hear me out. We just okay. did videos on uh, peaches and eggplants, right? Yeah. What's the difference between that and a drag show? Fine difference. I wouldn't want my kids to be. But they eating it alive. What do you mean? I mean that that it's. I wouldn't go and sit in front of a classroom and be like, classroom, we're going to talk about peaches and eggplants today. Does that, that happen? That make no, Does yes. that happen about drag shows? Yes. Where? Go ahead. Because I'm unaware. I, I see. You're out of the loop. You don't care what your kids do. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. You're telling me, you know, I, I... Listen here. I have not been made aware of this is happening specifically in schools. Queen's Councilwoman stands by criticism of Drag Queen Story Hour. What state is that? Where is that? Where are their parents at? Where is the principal at? They should have educational curriculum to follow. Drag Queen teaches tolerance at nursery school. Hmm. This, this, it, it ain't even the books. It's over-sexualized. You have those books. You have... Parents taking their kids to drag school, drag shows at school. So yeah, it, it happens. I have to talk about that rather than being banned drag or no, it's completely safe. I think we need to have that middle ground conversation on what that means. As a child who wore my sister's clothes, I wore my mom's makeup, I put on their heels, I did all the things, I just explored my, you know, who I was. Feeling comfortable expressing yourself and, and being around drag could be like for a kid like me, if I saw that it was okay to dress up and, and nobody was like shaming me, maybe that could be helpful. But that doesn't change the fact that the majority of drag shows that we see today are sexualized. Well, we have to even shows. start with yeah. drag as where its origin comes from. Here it happens mostly in bars. That's where these queens are getting their training. I myself in my time have helped a drag queen organize a show that was family friendly and I use the quotations because she actually took it out of a bar she's like we're we can't make something family friendly and still produce it in a place where they serve alcohol so she actually ended up renting a theater asking people to pay for tickets and she put on a produced show where they came in from backstage and they would come on on stage like you would expect to see a Broadway show and she made sure that she told anybody that was gonna come in and perform you don't grab your breasts you don't grab your crotch you don't shake you don't do we have this I, I don't I just don't agree with this I don't agree with what let Taking them have the their shows. To drag shows. Oh, okay. I don't. So you okay with them doing the shows? You just don't want the kids there. Yeah, they can have their shows. I don't agree with the kids being there. As as a person that has a daughter, I frequent Twin Peaks, right? Yeah. But I'm not taking my daughter to Twin Peaks. Yeah. Not. I haven't. Hear me out. <laughs> there was this uh, a couple years back. There was this big advertisement push for a Chinese based uh, Broadway kind of show. Um, and the Chinese girls were, they had their face painted super white and they had the red dots, kind of like anime Chinese women. And they had the fans and stuff, you know, that just reminds me of a drag show. What's different between, what's, what's the difference between they're jumping up in the air, they're doing the splits, they're doing all kinds of tricks. This show said, Hey, don't grab your breasts. Don't grab your crotch. This is a performance. It's, what? What's the difference? Say that again. There was a, I think it was like Shin Young. They came to the Kaufman Center of Performing Arts. What's the difference between women dressing up and doing a show versus gay men dressing up and doing a show? Because it's an art. It's like ballet. It's like dance. They just said it was a complete performance. No, they sexualize it. They said. It's a strip. It's basically like a strip club. Would you take your kids to a strip club? No. Right. So just because you're a ballet dancer, I'm not going to put you in the same class as a stripper. That doesn't make any sense. Listen, did you even hear what the dude said? He said, we put on a he real made show. It a show. Doesn't mean that they didn't sexualize it. He just made it a show. He took it out of a bar. Have you been to a drag show? I bounced at a gay club, yes. So, I've seen the drag shows. At a bar, though. So what do they do? Everything inappropriate for children. Right. So when he says he made it a show, he just mean they put out tickets. They made people buy their tickets. They took it they out of the bar. The club and put it into like a venue. They had some ground rules. Don't grab your breasts. Don't grab your crotch. Don't sexualize a show. Uh, you didn't hear him say that? I, I, how do you make it a show? I mean, you just go and you dance and you prance. 
Okay, <laughs> got it. To make sure that it ha has to be uh, uh, available and consumable for the general public, because we don't know who's going to be walking through our doors, and we have a responsibility and a duty to make sure that we don't confuse children, we don't upset people, and if we want this show to be a success, we have Kat. to make it palatable for as many people as possible. You don't think that's real? I don't think he's telling the truth. We don't say the same thing about pop stars. It's mm. literally the same thing, you know? And I think that it's hyper myopic, zoned in because we are queer. It's an easy way to go after us. I don't <laughs> think most people that don't like drag shows or angry about drag shows actually care about drag shows or have ever, have ever even been to one. You know, I think when you go, I, you said majority, I've not been to all the drag shows. I can't speak for the majority, but I've been to my fair share in New York and LA, like places where the queens turn out. They put on a show. It is not about being sexual. It's about being smart, funny, witty. They make their costumes. They do their makeup. It is art. It is art entertaining. It's art. I don't think they get enough respect for what they do. It's, and it's sad that drag is kind of being painted that way for everyone when there are lots of people that are doing beautiful work. But that's but. a good point. What's the difference between them dressing up and putting on a show or Sexy Red coming on the stage in a thong? Why do you keep going back to Sexy Red? Because <laughs> we just seen it, so it's fresh in my mind. That's a, a music video. What do you think when it does? I think people, cross people the line who are like being inherently sexual. afraid of drag as an art form then go to the one thing that they can, which is like, oh, the sexualization of the minor. Like, mm -hmm. but I, I yeah. which, which I think you know, such a dog whistle. They're not taking down all the naked statues that are like all over Italy and like well, in yeah. the Catholic Church. Like, you know, what I mean, like naked babies. If you're gonna like say, well. None of none of the like sexualization sexualization of children or none of the inappropriateness. Then you have to go after it all. And I will and I will get with totally. you guys on that point where it is hyper focused on the drag queens when it is a bigger conversation of what is acceptable and not acceptable for right. children, especially right. pop stars. When I've been to Beyonce's tour four times this year so far, Ooh, and you. oh, it's you need to go. <laughs> While I'm there, I love the experience. I love the show. But I'm also fighting in my head, being like a super big fan. But I'm like, hey, this is really inappropriate for children. But no one's talking about that. Because it's Beyonce. Because it's Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. Beyonce yeah. There's so much footage out there of adult women with their minor daughters going to a Justin Bieber concert and being out of their minds yeah. about him being in any way sexual. They respond mm. when he does a sexual thing. This is a norm. It's just that in this case, it's about queer people and norms don't get to apply to us. Right. And I think that just art in general has the potential to. I think it's inappropriate regardless. So you're just all around, all across the board, inappropriate. Right. There's certain concerts that you take your kids to, certain concerts that you don't. Know. It's just common sense. But we, we came to a point where don't people care. People want to be their kids' best friends, and they don't really care about the inappropriateness. I agree. So I, I don't agree with that. You know, blur the lines of what's socially acceptable and what isn't. That's what makes it art. Right. So it's important to remember that all forms of art, and I, I speak on this on my platforms too. I'm not, when I have kids, they're not going to Hooters. I'm sorry, I'm not yeah, taking them there. You. I'm also not taking them to a drag show, and I'm not gonna take them to a Sam Smith concert either. Right. So, and, and that's not because that art is bad, it's because I'm not comfortable with my kids being there. Yeah. But, yeah, but if the government is in the business of for you, yes. you said that you feel like you maybe could have experienced something that was good for you by seeing drag when you were little. Right. So and then you just said you wouldn't take your kids to Because the majority that. of drag shows that I've seen, I wouldn't find appropriate. I'm not going to run the risk. I'm not saying that there isn't a drag show that would be good for a child. I never said that. I'm saying that from my experience going to drag shows, I'm not going to run the risk of taking my kid and putting them in an environment that I don't deem appropriate. Do you appropriate. want kids? Thank you. How does he have a kid? Adoption. You know how they do. I mean, yes, we have a responsibility to police our own community. If a drag queen comes out of the, out from backstage into a bar and someone has their child, that drag queen should be like, "Stop! Whose child is this? Why is this child in this Thank bar? You. Under 21? Excuse me, they're going to lose their alcohol license, especially in California." Although I do think that there are wonderful drag shows that are amazing for adults, also may not be appropriate for children, but it's not inherently the art form that determines. I agree. Yeah, I mean, the vast majority of drag shows happen in places that are 21 and up. So it's not as if there's a, a rash of kids. So they're making the argument for everybody. They're, they're arguing and saying that, no, I agree with y'all that kids shouldn't be in this environment. Right. They're making the argument. So people are saying, why are they doing it in places where minors are? That's the thing. Like at a school. Right. But that's not a drag show. So you they have a, dra they you have a think, queen. You don't think people are taking your kids to drag show? No, 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 no. 
I'm saying a drag show isn't coming into a classroom. There could be a a drag queen that comes into the classroom, shares their experience, and says, hey, you could accept me like everyone else. But they're not doing a show. And the schools had failed to inform their parents that their children would witness a drag show. Video of a drag show yesterday in Columbia, Missouri. Columbia Public what? Schools took students there without informing parents that their child will be attending a drag show. Oh, damn. Stop! <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> you need to be informed about what your kids is doing. Bro. Bro. <laughs> I hear you. Just saying. That's like an hour away from here. It's, it's not far. Two hours. Yeah. Uh. yeah. So it happens. Yeah, I'd be so, a little cranky. Like I said, they're making a point for the people that feel like this shouldn't be around their kids. Yeah. They're, they're arguing with this. Like... The, the, the places where drag shows should be, kids should not be. We know that. You know what I like about Jubilee? They were they had a you know foresight enough to say, hey, um, what are the two sides of the fence, conservative and liberal views, and let's bring you know both conservatives and liberals that are both on the LGBTQ you know sp- range, yeah. and then so it's not just straight conservatives or straight liberals going against the gay. They're all gay. And so they all have a common denominator, and now they're just trying to figure out, hey, what's appropriate for kids or not. That's what I like about Jubilee. But I think it's really important to note that the argument about whether or not a certain art form is inappropriately sexual or not is a tale as old as time. I think drag is being targeted because it pings that part of people who aren't sure what's okay. Adults take their young kids to Hooters all the time. What? Adults show their kids R-rated movies all the time, but those are their personal choices. And here's the thing. It is not unknown what's developmentally appropriate. The American Psychological Association... He don't have kids, so he's lying. He doesn't know what people... I don't know. Maybe maybe he is right. Maybe a lot of people introduce their kids to sexual stuff and... Well, we could just go ask a Hooters waitress or a Twin Peak waitress. Hey, how many kids come in here? Yeah, but... Probably they're boys, little boys, and boys are probably 12, 13. I'm not taking my six, seven, eight, eight-year-old boy to Hooters. Right. That's just me. Uh, he a teenager. Uh, okay. But, nah, little kid, nah, it ain't happening. the American Association of Pediatrics, there's tons of well-researched guidance on this. This is not an open question. There's no need for these laws, but also it's not accurate to say that most of them are sexualized because how in the world would you be able to empirically prove that? Mm. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it, buddy. Buddy. Hey, bro. <laughs> Here's my take on this video. Go ahead. Drag shows, from my experience, are all about sexual things in nature and they are not appropriate for children just like a stripper gram is all about sexual things in nature not appropriate for children drag shows are basically like stripper grams in different wherever you're at at different venues they coming in there they bending over they're sh- bro I I bounced in the game bar I seen you it sw- you saw the pole swing didn't you both nah they didn't have a pole there <laughs> that ain't the pole I'm talking about oh <laughs> <laughs> I would not think that's appropriate for kids just like I would not think you know strip clubs are appropriate for kids or concert venues where the pop stars are getting naked or doing sexual things yeah I, I cover my, my my baby girl's eyes if a sex scene pops up Do you? We're sitting there what about kisses or I make her leave the room or if I feel like this is too sexualized show then I don't let her watch it what are you going to do when your daughter comes home and says, Daddy, I seen a drag show at school. I'm going to go up to the school. And it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> I'm going to sound like the angry black man that I'm going to be. Because <laughs> that's only two hours away. What's stopping it from coming two the hours parents, west? Well, I stay in a community where we're very family-based. We'll say that. <sighs> You got some final thoughts on this video, man? Uh, nah, I just don't, you know, I, I agree with what, you know, the guy in the white shirt was saying. I, I agree. The know. conservative gay guy. Yeah. That's what you conservative, huh? I mean. It matches I, up. I have a lot of the values, but I do also have a lot of, I feel like liberals then went too far. 
I will put the link to the entire video of the clip we just watched in the description of this video. Um, definitely let us know your thoughts on this. Is this even a problem? I thought it was not. Then he just pulled a clip that said two hours away, they bringing drag shows into schools. And so um, It'll I got, got, some, way I got some stuff to reconsider and reflect on to figure out where I stand uh, completely on the subject. Right now, I think drag shows are inappropriate for children. Um, by the way, check out our main channel down below at the bottom of the screen, Intoxicated Opinions. Uh, we just launched this channel about two weeks ago. We're going to be on here. We're going to be on there. Follow us on both. We appreciate you watching. We out. Peace. Peace. Uh, development. Stagnation. It's, you know, if you ain't growing, you're dying. That's how I feel. What is growth? Well, have a girl, you know. <laughs> Rub somewhere. She's going to see what growth is. Yeah. Growing out of show her. Oh, we do <laughs> Yeah. Not everybody grows. <laughs> you don't grow? <laughs> Some people poke out. <laughs> it's like a little point. <laughs> it's a little, little penny sniffer. Bro, I was watching this uh, documentary. I thought you were going to say porno. No. Oh, okay. And uh, this girl said she was happily married, and her husband had a penis the size of her thumb. That's what's like a little... That's what I'm saying. How does that feel? I don't know, man. He gonna have to use. Chad never told you. No, it was a documentary. Oh, oh, oh! I oh, was. I get what you said. <laughs> yeah, it went over my head. <laughs> Corny ass. What are we talking about today, man? Uh, I guess why do people get drunk? Why do people get drunk? To the point of blacking out or vomiting <clears throat> or extreme hey. intoxication. You got to drown your sorrows. Mm. Yeah. Really? That's the first thing I can think of. No, 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 no. So I would say it starts with taking the edge off, right? You're like, you're feeling, you know, a little bit uh, high strung, a little bit of stress from work or relationships or family, whatever it is. Alcohol, you're like, it kind of cools you down. It, it takes that edge off. Is this coming from like the Caucasian community or just in general? Do you feel like it's coming from the veteran community? Can I say that? Mm. Okay, go ahead. From the veteran yeah, community. Yeah. We'll rock with that. The reason veterans drink, at least the ones I've talked to, is, uh, you know, stress, anxiety, um, nervousness. You know, you just, uh, you just need your, your brain to unwind not be so you know on a swivel all the time so alcohol by nature does that it lets you chill and you're like dang this feels great and so the more you drink you drink a beer you're like oh i'm good but i want another and you're at two and you wait an hour and you're like shit i need like three or four shots the more you drink the more you have to drink to get to where you want to be that makes sense the Bro. more you drink, the more you have to drink to get to where you want to be. Forget what you're talking about. No, it's not. People drink. People drink to get fucked up, to get Why? lit, to turn up. What? People drink because, okay, if I drink, if I'm getting drunk, that wasted, like blacking out or vomiting everywhere. Bro, I, I've, I've overestimated my level of what I could drink. <laughs> I, 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 I guess that I could drink more than what I could. Uh-huh. And by the time I realized that this shit was real, I'm, I'm already there. I'm, I'm at peak position. And in my mind, I'm not thinking go back. I'm thinking, how can I keep this going? Uh-huh. So what you do? Take another shot. Take another drink. Half the time, you're not contemplating like, oh, I'm drinking. I'm not going to say everybody. But majority of the people that I know, that I drink around, Drink to get lit, to right. get turned up. And they over, they underestimate. So they're guessing that they can take a couple more shots. Because I've been there. Right. Like, I've been to that point where I was like, oh, this ain't nothing. I could drink this and be cool. And then by the time I realized that <laughs> life is real, <laughs> life is real, and I done went over that mark, I'm already two more drinks in. So I can't go back now. There's no going back. It's only four. <laughs> only four progress. Go back, bro. You can't. 
You got to think about that. You can't. At that moment, you already know, like, I'm in I'm in the red zone. Yeah. And to get out of this red zone, it's not going to happen. Not not right now. Not 10 Couple minutes hours. from now. It's, it's going to be tomorrow morning. It's going to be the next six, seven hours that you're going to actually be able to recover, huh? Recover. Come back to life. In those moments, you're not thinking about that. That's from my experience. That's when that's from people that I tend to hang around with or go out with. Like it's it, it starts simple. It starts with shots on me. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's just one shot. We good. You know, it might be a fireball, might be a green tea shot. It might be something something to ease in the ease it in. You know, yeah, some lubrication. Yeah, lubrication. You got to lube it up first. You got to get it going right, and then after that is. The next person about rounds. So you ain't even really, you know, you ain't really been able to grasp the first one. Right. First one's gone. So but second, it's in your system. Second one's coming. Right. So the first one, it ain't even hit yet. Then the second one's coming. So you 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 down the second. Now you on you on that high now. You like, shoot, that I'm cool. I'd have had two. I could drop another. I probably. could drop another. Yeah. That third come, fourth come. At that moment, you probably just now starting to feel good. It's it's starting to work its way. So now you done made a commitment. Next shot's on me. Let's go. We got this. It's chick shot coming in. Beers is coming in. You might have a mixed drink. So by that seventh, eighth drink, you were you was four drinks ago. Yeah. But now that seventh, eighth drink. You just you know it's it's, it's not even hit you yet. I'm it's telling you, I can't it, it's hit it. you, but you can't stop <clears> it. <throat> so you do everything in your power to try to stop it. You go to the bar, you try to order some wings because you feel like if you add food to it, the food will settle it down. Right. That's the problem, though. The food don't settle it down. Nothing can. Nothing. You should eat before. So now, so now you got the food on you. You got this alcohol on you, and you just want to get it. You just want to get it gone because you feel it. <laughs> You feel the rules, Benny. <laughs> you feel people talking slow. Why can't you just not go out and have a good time without drinking at all is a question. You can. can I'm not you? saying that you can't. We, we drink to get lit. We want to turn up. That's what right. you said. It's it's a more of a a high feeling. It's more of a... A high feeling. Yeah, it's more like a... You're, you're able to let loose. You know, because sometimes people ain't able to let loose unless they got a little alcohol in them. Bro, let loose... To and more be you is, in my mind, very similar to take the edge off. Let loose and taking the edge no, off. No, because very similar. Because you know, this is why we do it. This is why we do intoxicated opinions. We we drink and then we tell our unfiltered, unscripted, un you know, care how you feel yeah. opinion. Because that's what alcohol does. Yeah, it, it releases that filter. It don't take the. It just releases the filter. It tells your innermost but not one of us has left this table feeling stressed because that alcohol also takes takes the edge off you know what i'm saying you're not gonna wake up here and be like damn now i'm stressed or you know you're feeling good bro i don't go into the situation feeling stressed you shouldn't go in the situation trying to get drunk i go in it to have a good time (laughs) i go in it to have a good time now i might overdo it Uh and have too much of a good time but at the same time, I'm going in just to have a good time. How many times a year do you get drunk where you said, shit, I should have stopped a couple shots ago? I haven't done it in a while. This year? Yeah, this year I haven't done it. Oh, you haven't? Just because I kind of put a, a brace on myself nowadays. It's it's more so. So now you turn it down. No, I don't want a shot. I can't drink this. Now you being that no. person. Uh, yeah, I I am. I'm, I'm, I'm weak. <laughs> Listen, what I do is I'd be like, all right, I order a little bit slower. Uh-huh. So by the time I'm on my fourth fish shot, okay, I'm good. I'm, I'm great. I'm great. Uh-huh. I don't have to go six, seven, eight, you know. But back then, bro, by the eighth shot, we, we 15 minutes in. <clears throat> bro, I was at a house party. And uh, for whatever reason, we weren't getting drunk enough fast enough. My idea was, 
every six second or no, every sixty seconds, every minute, take a shot. And we took a shot for about ten minutes. Vodka. I think it was like uh the UV blue kind. <laughs> we had we went through a bottle fast. <clears throat> and I stood up and I thought I was gonna die. Cause you don't feel it, you just sitting down chilling, you're not really moving, you don't get the effects of the um inhibited motor functions of your body. But when I stood up, <laughs> I thought I was going to die. I couldn't make it home. I was, I said, stop the car. <sighs> and from that point on, I think that was the last time I ever drank too much where I had to throw up, where I felt the need to throw up. That makes sense. So now I'm trying to outsmart myself. I'm trying to figure out, okay, I'm feeling buzz right now. Let me just enjoy this for a second. Whereas 10 years ago, I'd be like, I need another shot. I need to get a little drunker. But I know the drunkenness is coming on. I already drank that shot. If I wait five minutes, I'm going to feel drunker than I do right now. Bro, when, you, when you're in the moment, you're not. But you're going out in like a, a party atmosphere. I'm no, not about... even a party atmosphere. When we was, okay, my bachelor weekend, right? Yeah, I know someone that was there. Yeah, so... <laughs> So I don't, I don't know how it happened, but it happened quick. Like, bro, it, it happened like it happened real quick. Like it wasn't. It might have been the edible. You had an edible? Yeah. Stupid. It might have been I'm the edible. About. No common sense. Uh, yeah, because I was. I just, who gave you that? I don't know who gave it. Hit to me it. up after this. But yeah, I took that edible. I took that piece. I was like, I didn't feel nothing. Oh shoot. And then we just started drinking. I think it was that, the, the, the mixture of the two. And then drinking, and it was like, I, I can recall the exact moment where shit went left. We at the strip club. I'm yeah. sitting there. Which strip club? You remember? Uh, Tootsies. Tootsies. I'm, I'm sitting there. And the stripper, she comes over, and she whispers something in my ear. And in my mind, I'm not able to process exactly what she's saying. I think she tried to rob me. So I, right there, I'm like, shit's going, shit's going wrong. This is not right. I'm not, I'm not hearing shit right. Or maybe I am, but it sounds weird. So I'm like, I got to go get some wings. I got to put something on my stomach. Cause maybe I'm, maybe I'm hungry. <laughs> I go to the bar, I order some wings. And I'm sitting there, I'm eating the wings. I'm like this, bro. At the strip club? Yeah. What the fuck? I was, it, it was the next row. I'm telling you, at this moment, I'm like. You just like, went on your own adventure. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know, because I know I'm, I'm past the point of coming back. I know that. And so I go get some wings, and I'm like, I'm eating the wings. I eat the wings. I stumble back. I stumble back. I'm sitting there. In my mind, I'm like, bro, this is, this is about to end bad. So I go to the restroom. I make it to the restroom. Everything just come up. Ugh. Everything, everywhere. I was like, fuck. So we had to leave. I was like, yeah, it's time for me to go. We were there not one hour. It's like an hour and 10 minutes. That's mm. a shame. It was only, we left about nine o'clock. I was, no, I was later than that because we went later. Come on. We went like 11. It was like 12 something when we leave. When we you left. sure? Yeah. And where we go? We went straight to get some food. I remember we went to a drive thru. Yeah, we went to uh, Checkers, didn't we? Yeah, I think yeah. Right. Yeah. zips or something like that. Yeah, whatever. And you know what he said? I'm not done punishing myself, poisoning <laughs> myself. The next <laughs> night, we went to another club. We went to more drive-throughs. We went through uh, more liquor. Yeah, that's because the, that night I did too much. But the night after, you know, I I had put a limit on it that 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 following night. I might be the only one that has a picture of him when he knew, you know. Yeah, I was gone. It was a bad idea. I sent that to you, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was it was a great night though. Like, it was a great night. And this is what I mean. Like, I didn't go there because I, I was depressed or sad or anything. I went there because I wanted to have fun. But you just couldn't keep track of where that yeah, edible I, and I, the alcohol was. Yeah, at. I didn't I didn't I didn't guess the chemical compounds. <laughs> I thought you said you don't do edibles. As a matter of fact. I didn't. I think that was just because it was a special occasion and it was it was going Look, on. You don't learn for nothing. And then I think that edible came from actual edible edible. 
Like a factory. Yeah, yeah. Like real quick, yeah. And nobody made it. Why do, why can't people just go and not drink? They can. Can they? they can. But it's not the same. Could you watch a full football game without drinking? I can, but I don't like to. It's not the same. No, I just don't, I don't like to. I don't like to either. Yeah, it's not the, it's not the same. I just don't like to. I want my... You want to take the edge off with that alcohol. It's not no edge. It's you a, keep saying edge. I want to enjoy life. I want to enjoy my time watching this foot. It's like when you're a kid and you want to pop instead of having water, like your mama that said, go get you some water. But you want that pop. You want that pop because it tastes good. That's why you want it. I don't want liquor because it doesn't taste good. I like the way margaritas taste. I like the way... Certain old fashioned taste. I like the way paper planes. I like the way certain liquors taste. So that's the reason why I, it's like a. Okay, you like the way they taste, but you also like the way they make you feel. You can't deny that. It's or a turn up. Okay. It's a turn up. Listen, veterans drink to turn up. No, veterans. I don't know why y'all drink. Y'all drink for a weird reason. But <laughs> it's the same. Y'all drink to. It's the same. Scientific process is happening in your brain when there's alcohol or poison is going through your body. But y'all drink because of depression. It don't matter why. We still all getting turned up or no, taking no. the edge off or drunk. No, or like throwing you said, up. take the edge off. There's no <laughs> edge that needs to be taken off. I wasn't going into a, a situation where I was where I was stressed out or anything. I was going into a situation I just wanted to relax. Have fun. You ain't ever got drunk because a girl broke your heart? Oh, let's think on Have that. I drunk my problems away? Yeah. You can't have you your drowned your away. Have you drowned your sorrows? I know it doesn't work, but in the moment, you're like, okay, for this moment, well, I'm drunk. No, I go to the gym when that stuff happens. You don't go to no gym. <sighs> oh, listen. Who look, are you looking at? I look way better <laughs> Are you serious? When that sweat is glistening off my body in my 6'2", 218-pound frame. Bro, like, you 6'2", I look like a, a Timberland. I look like a Spartan. look like a, a gladiator. I'm trying to tell you. Once I get this six-pack, it's a wrap. Oh, fuck. It's a wrap. Get, get this. <laughs> that ain't never going to happen. You ain't getting no six-pack, bro. Oh, no. That's what the ladies tell me. Doom, doom, do Reggie. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Intoxicated Opinions. We got the drinks in front of us. Where'd your beer go? Right here. Alcoholic. He drank his and they refilled with a Cayman Jack. Crisp, fresh, and light. We were discussing what we were about to talk about here for you Spotify listeners. And however it happened, how'd it come up? Let's talk about Snow White and... Uh, okay. And I asked... What co- I guess there's going to be a new Snow White. Maybe yeah, Snow I White? think so. I yeah. said, what color is the character? I think she mixed or something. And I said, weird. Why are we recasting characters and stories that have already been told that is not stay true to the original color? Why do white people always care about what color they are? And that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. My example was Blade. I know Blade to be black. Right. If DC or Marvel, whoever owns Blade right now, recasts and makes a new Blade, and he's not black, I probably ain't gonna watch it. Why would you change his origin? That's, to, that's to, a weird question. To a white person, me personally, or a Mexican, me personally, I don't care. If it's not Wesley Snipes, I don't really kind of. I don't care. Like. What they did with Blade back then was original. I mean, it, it ushered in comic books. It ushered in what we have in Marvel and DC now. So if it's not Wesley Snipes, to me, I just don't really care. I can I can see how some people would feel offended or feel betrayed. But to me, personally, I would feel like it needs to be a whole new storyline. And I could care less if Blade is black or white. You have no? No, not about that, no. But then you said, what if they casted Rosa Parks since she was white? I didn't say nothing like that. I said, Harry Tubman, fool. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, if it's historical figures, you know, you, 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 you want to keep them as what would be 
portrayed or pictured that they was accurate. Be. Yeah, as close as possible. But then I mentioned there was a movie. Um, Snow White and Seven Doors. No, man. What's up with you and Snow White? Bro, because it's, it's like eight different things happening with Snow White. Like, it's people on there that's called dwarfs. And there's, like, I watched a video and somebody was like, don't call them dwarfs. And it was a dwarf on there saying, I would like to be called a dwarf. And I was like, who are you to tell this man not to be called a dwarf if he don't mind being called a dwarf? But... I guess as far as pictation of what characters used to look like or what they do look like now, I, I really don't care as long as the the role is, is played great. Here's what I'm saying. Listen, if uh, Pocahontas or uh, Mulan or Tiana should be an Indian or Jasmine, if they become white, there's a problem because they've already established those characters to be of a certain Indian skin color, right? Tiana is black, fool. I don't, I don't even listen. I don't really pay attention. But whatever color they're supposed to be, they just be that color. Mulan's Chinese. Oh, I thought they was all Indian. What color is Chinese? Tell them. Yellow. <laughs> that's racist as shit. <laughs> they, that's what yellow. Know. Yeah, like like it's a tan color. I, guess. I don't know. Damn. Listen, I don't, I don't know. I just went with yellow because that's just one of the colors. If um, they came out with, say, Warner Brothers bought out new um, new cinemas, uh, Bad Boys, and they recast it as two white police officers, I'm gonna feel very upset. I would too, because Bad Boys aren't two white police officers; they're right. two black police officers. So it changes the entire uh, dynamic of the relationship. How they but talk, how they interact with others. That's what I'm saying. Why I don't, don't just... understand why people don't, why people get upset over s- such minuscule things. Like I understand the concept of making everything woke. Like I don't want to turn on my TV and everything is super inclusive. Like I don't mind having an all white show or having an all black show or leaving certain people out, certain demographics out, or putting certain demographics in. But I don't think it has to all be inclusive. Like you don't have what blows my mind is like you have a great storyline and then for no reason at all, they'll throw in a drag queen. And I, I'll be like, why? It makes no sense. Why? Or they'll make the character start kissing their boy, boy or girl, girl. And it's like, why are we putting so much emphasis on stuff that shouldn't really matter? Especially when it comes to like superheroes. Like I don't re- recall watching Superman Outside of Superman and Lois Lane, uh-huh. and probably the the Kent mom and dad, knowing if they kissed or didn't, like that wasn't a big thing. Most of the time, you just wanted Superman to do his thing, rescue Lois, or save the city. That's what you wanted to see. But now it's like you got to have Jimmy Olsen or you know one of the side characters kissing another man or kissing, a, and it's just it's just weird. It's just weird. You feel like. It's being forced down my throat for no reason. Well, I don't go to jail, and that'd be a very similar. Nobody forces anything <laughs> down my throat. <laughs> you feel like these things are kind of out of context with the story because the that, producers feel like they have to put it in somewhere, right? Because everybody wants to be inclusive. Whatever happened just to the sh- just let the all gay movies Bareback Mountain, right? I don't we know. know. We know where we're going. Never there. Watched it. Bro, I found it in you your did? in your VHS. You was about to say, bro, everybody no, watching. That's I what you was about to say. That. I said you I say bro, everybody watching. If the movie's about gay people, then make the whole movie about gay people. If the movie's about something that historically has been remade and remade and remade, and there's never been um, lesbians, gays, drag queens, whatever you want to say in it, now there is. It just feels. It could be that with black and white, like I just don't understand why. For so long, we sat here and were like, you know, that's fine. It's no black people. And then when we got like a whole cast of black people, we it's just it's just weird. Like something. Black Panther did great. Yeah, the first one. He used to watch Saved by the Bell. I watched Family Matters. So there's a big difference in. Oh, that's what I watched both of them. Did you? Yeah. Now, Screech or Urkel. I watched both of them. Is it possible? Hear me out. Yeah. 
kids growing up, I would say most of the movies, most of the superheroes, most of the characters are white. They're just used to seeing mainly white characters in films. That's fine. But when you go to the comic book, some of the characters are black. Right. And they've been changed in the theater. So it just depends. Like, my thing is, you don't have to include a character of color in there just because you're making a movie. Just like I feel like you don't have to include a white character in a black movie or any other character. I just don't. If it's set in a certain set, then let that set and be that set. Or if it, it if the source material already has, for example, Harry Potter can't be black. If he is black, then the books that all the movies are made off are wrong. So that'll make sense, right? I'm trying to picture a black Harry Potter. <laughs> now there were black people in the Harry Potter movies. Really? Yeah. No, I never. I've never watched Stop it. Stop it, bro. Like this he's is lying. why. This he's is why lying. I feel like he's lying. Sometimes people throw so much emphasis on it. People in my inner circle uh-huh. have never watched Harry Potter, or probably watched the whole collection. I say that probably never watched the whole collection, so it's not a big deal. Now you might have those Harry Potter fans out there, but if you're a fan, you're going to appreciate what Harry Potter is. I guess you're not going to be worried about who's in it. As long as it's casted good and played good. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. Okay. Name, name me a couple of your favorite shows. TV? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're all black. <laughs> okay. Power. All right. BMF. Power. That's what 50 Cent, huh? Yeah, Snowball. I'm trying to think of a white show that I watch. Um, you already said Say About a Bell. You can't take that back. I'm, I'm talking about now. Um, golly. Oh, Blacklist. I watch Blacklist. Where you got all this time to watch all this shit? What you mean? You just watch the show. You act like you, you need to have all the time in the world a to watch the show. A lot of shows are like an hour long. And it's, it's I've been I'm I'm thirty something years old. But you just said recent. You just named four recent shows. They come have, out weekly. Like it's a new hey, episode so weekly. You got at least four hours a week to dedicate to TV. It depends. So like power is on right now. Well, no. Force with Tommy is on now. So that's a white character. But it's like set in the hood. But like that's a good show where it's like multiple different races. You have the cartel that is Mexican. You have uh, Tommy who's white. You have the the mob in there. You have uh, black people in there. There's a gang. It's multicultural. I think my favorite black TV show outside of course like Fresh Prince of Family Matters. Terrence Howard. Played in it, and they were. I think the last name was Lion. Bye. But anyway, tell <laughs> you don't like that show? Empire. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. That's yeah. so trash. That's what? The, yeah. <laughs> what if down a couple years, Power Two comes out, right? And they cast a white person as the main character. You're not gonna feel disconnected at that point, like okay. yeah, I'm gonna stop watching. So that's a exactly, lot of people's gonna stop watching. That's the whole point of the, of what we're talking about right now. No, we're talking about like shows and characters that have always been predominantly white that now are either black, some other color, or gay. And a lot of times, to me personally. I just don't care. Yeah, we want to have representation, but I feel like we also want to have our own. Why not create new storylines? I just don't understand the concept of always wanting to be in these spaces that are already occupied by white people. Yeah, just make our own. It's like it's like to me saying that we're not creative enough to create new storylines, and I think Fifty Cent has done a has done a wonderful job doing that. Can uh. Can white people make the equivalent of power, or would it not make sense? I don't know. I've, I, I don't know. Well, they got, uh, what's the show with the biker squad? Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, that's probably like an equivalent. It's not out now. Or the one where they in the Ozarks. Is that Ozarks? I think that's called Ozarks. So you've been watching these, huh? When they used to come on. Well, I've never watched Sons of Anarchy, but I've, have, I've watched Ozarks. 
I like that. That's white people. Hey. Don't come at them with a white phone. And, I, and like I said, that's a good show. And it's not as good as Power, but it's a good show. And it's mostly white people. How many seasons Power have? God, it's a lot. It's different. More than like three or four? It's like seven, six or seven. Yeah, catch up. I, I, I can't say I've seen one. But let us know if y'all feel like we're being too passive or let us know if, you know, we we not feeling like people are included enough in certain sectors of the showbiz or acting. Uh, don't make our straight superheroes gay. Let's start there. I just don't care. Yeah, I mean, but it who, is. Who's why? Because who I looked up to could be, I don't want Goku to go around kissing Vegeta. You know what I'm saying? I think we had gay characters, though. Pink Panther, I thought he was gay. I don't want Goku <laughs> kissing Vegeta. That that's, that's he's married. They both are married. That don't matter. You know, bro, they wouldn't do nothing like that. And if that's I'm a, that's an anime. And if I'm telling my kids, "Hey, this is a great anime," I got them Dragon Ball Z shirts and posters. Hey, you guys watch this, and now they, they do that already. Though they put that in like, yeah, in our kids' shows. Watching Goku, a perfect example. For me, would be like Penny Proud. Uh, Penny Proud. Yeah. So it's a a black show about. It's got to be a black show. Proud family. It's Proud Family. That's what it's called. Uh, and now they have a lot of characters that are either gay or bisexual. Why they do that with a black show? Uh, honestly, I don't know. But I saw my daughter watching it one day, and I was like. I had to sit down and explain to her what she was seeing. She liked the show, but I had to have a conversation with her. Let her know. I yeah. prefer my daughter to be gay. <laughs> I'm being honest. I ain't got to deal with no dudes. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to have a lot of issues. Bro. I ain't cut right here. <laughs> Why is it going to have a lot of issues? 